Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Welcome to this week's episode of the Nintendo Shack Podcast. My name is Rebecca, and instead of Garrett, instead of Elaine, I have Donnie here with me today. Hi, Donnie. Greetings, Kooplings. No RPGs tonight, guys. <laughs> RPGs <Sorry>. are canceled. <laughs> How are you doing, Donnie? How is the world of Nintendo in your little corner of the world? Good. Yeah, I'm doing good. It's been a productive day. A lot of work got done. I closed on my bank loan that I've been working on for like, God, it has taken like six months. It's taken forever to get this through. Nice. And uh, I did a bunch of yard work and I was doing, I was killing brush and cutting limbs and I killed a hornet's nest. It's been a, it's oh been a gosh. full day over here so far. Oh my gosh. It sounds like you've been super productive today. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Making up for my slothful weekend. I didn't do anything. I just laid around. I watched the open. It's open championship this week. I'm having a blast doing that. Is so, that golf? Yeah. It is. It is, it is my golf. my favorite golf tournament of every year of, of of ever is the Open Championship. Used to be called the British Open um, back in like the nineties, but it's, it's always been called the Open Championship around the world. And Americans finally have recognized that. But uh, yeah, great. It's at St Andrews. So yeah, I'm watching the golf, having it on the TV in the background, just getting stuff done, lining them up, knocking them down. Very nice. I feel like it's the opposite for me because over the weekend I was away. I was up. Um, up in the Pocono Mountains for my best friend's bachelorette party weekend. Ooh, so get we wild! A ton of stuff. No, get crazy. She, she doesn't drink. I don't drink. Drunk and with one strippers. Of her cousins is pregnant, so there was drinking, but not. All, it wasn't like partying. Um, so all I'm hearing we, is good alibis, guys. That's all I'm hearing. <laughs> we packed into a single day horseback riding, tubing down the Delaware River, um, which took <laughs> right. an hour longer than it was supposed to. Dinner, an escape room, and board games all in one day. And then we did brunch the next day, and then I drove home. But that was, like, my packed weekend. And now, like, so far this week, like, I'm relaxing. I'm playing games. Probably have COVID. Around the new place. No, Mm. no, no. Don't say that. Don't say that. (laughs) That's how Melissa got it. She went to her Preston's bachelor party. Oh, well, great. That's (laughs) bad luck then. (laughs) Thanks for telling me that. No, I felt fine. I got home on Sunday, and what, today's Thursday, and I've – I'm fine. I'm all vaccinated, all boosted. Nice. Um, I mean, we were careful. But it was just like we were around each you were other. You were careful? But... I heard that you just locked all of yourselves in a room together is what I heard. We, I mean, we did, I'm... but there were only eight of us. And only we were eight. all very careful. And we're all vaccinated. We're all boosted. Of course. Of course. And I'm sure it's fine. We're very careful. Escape room I is a, a legit plan, actually. I had never done an escape room before. Did you ever do one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done a couple. Um, they've never been like my favorite thing to do. But, I mean, they're definitely like a good group activity. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're not going to do, you know, like the 90s excess, you know, like strippers in Vegas, like you you, <laughs> you run out of things to do pretty quickly. I've, I've gone to a few bachelor parties and it's funny how, yeah, very uh, only one of them ever took place at a strip club. Like most of them are like cigar bars. You go. Hiking. I feel like that's a very guy thing. Like girls don't do that for their bachelorette parties. They yeah. do bar hopping. Well, no, those. I worked with a girl who loved strip clubs about six years ago, and she definitely okay. loved to Maybe go to them. Maybe it's your circle and association. Thing. I mean, it's probably an Atlanta thing. It's pretty big down here. 
<laughs> I, it's not my thing, though, actually, which might surprise people. It's never been my thing. I've never been one for strip clubs. But um, but yeah, like all of the guy friends, you know, it's usually the like golfing, actually. Anytime yeah. I've ever served as a groomsman, it's always like, eh, we're going to go golfing. We're going to go it's nice steakhouse, Ruth Chris or something like that. It's it's always been pretty chill. It's never been like yeah. the movies. Okay. Yeah, this wasn't like the it wasn't chill, but it wasn't like party drinking craziness. It was right. just like a lot of cool outdoors activities, which my friend really likes. So that's why that was nice. Yeah. It's like I want to wake up abandoned, like on a raft in the Bermuda Triangle, and be like, "Oh man, what happened?" No, we not, had a killer night last us. night. Not us, not at all. <laughs> that's not us. <laughs> but it was fun, and we did escape the escape room. Um, I I think it was overpriced for what it was. But, you know, for that kind of weekend, I was uh, I was very excited about it. Nice. Um, and yeah, so I um, like I said, I've been I've been playing games this week. I'm currently deep into Live Alive. I uh, am reviewing it. It comes out next week, so you'll be able to see my full thoughts on it. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, this was a game that I have been anticipating and it's it's really good. I really like it. I know I'm not going to get into the RPGs because this is our RPG free podcast tonight it's canceled you can hear my thoughts next week (laughs) so instead i'll talk about how much fun i'm still having with fall guys i am so glad this game went free to play they are adding so many things to it they it, it definitely has that more you know kind of support that it didn't have when it first released with like weekly rotating activities, different modes that, you know, come in each and every week. It's a lot easier. I feel like to hook up with friends and play than it was back then. So me and some friends, like every once in a while, like we just, we just join in, you know, and and play with each other. And it's, it's been a lot of fun. Sometimes I'll just play by myself a couple of rounds here or there. It's exactly what I pictured for this game when they said that it was coming to switch, like pick up, play a couple of rounds and do something else. Nice. It's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I got Jack's a couple wins. It. It's I haven't played yeah. it. Uh, Sean played it. I was hanging out with Sean on his stream over the weekend. I was making fun of him while he was playing it, um, which was a great time for me. You know, I, was, I, had, a, I had a blast sitting there just, you know, ragging, razzing Sean. But you didn't but, uh, play? Nah. Nah, I think, okay. I think my era with Fall Guys has passed. There's nothing. I really liked it. And, I, and like, I, I really don't have anything. There's no reason why. I just, I played it a lot. And then I just didn't. And it's I don't... a lot better. And like, I totally get that mindset. It's so much better now than it was back then. Hmm. I just like, don't it's feel. It's a totally different game. I'm, I've got so many things to play and I'm just not compelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I just get not that. compelled to go back to it. But I completely get that. I know. Yeah. The Xbox so Drive games. has been proclaiming that Fall Guys is back after everybody said it was dead. It really is. It is back. back. So, there it, it is. is back. It's back. Yep, yep. yep, yep. Uh, but other than that, today I just played, I just finished up on stream. I didn't finish the game, but I am, I don't know if, yeah, you know this, I'm that I'm in the middle of my retro summer yeah. where you I made know. a whole bunch of... You've been on like all day. I'm flying through it. I know. Well, I was hoping to beat it and I'm like stuck on the last level because it's really hard. Mm. Uh, Bonk's Adventure, or Bonk, yeah, Bonk's Adventure. Did you ever play it for the Turbo Graphics? What? E- Bonk was the what? mascot. What did you for just Turbo say? Graphics. Okay. <laughs> I just, you know how Mario is to Nintendo as Sonic is to Sega. Bonk is to Turbo Graphics. Turbo Graphics. Mm-hmm. Sixteen. I've never seen one of these in person. Really? I'm looking at it. And I've never seen one of them. I don't know it's what a that big is. Big console. Back in the day. 
Yeah, you're not old enough to remember the TurboGrafx-16. Apparently not. <sighs> it's so good. And Bonk, it's so good. It's is like it, he's like a little prehistoric boy. Though? Yes. The oh. controller had a turbo button. When it came out, Rebecca, you just said I'm not old enough to remember. It came out, I was two. <laughs> and I'm older yeah. than I was you, two. You youngin, youngin. Right? Yeah, what are you, are you Elaine all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> My bones are creaking. <laughs> Talking to you, not remembering the TurboGrafx-16. Bonks uh, adventure. you young to remember, But Daddy. he bonks things. He has a very big head. He's a big prehistoric oh baby, God. and he bonks things with his head, and he could spin around, and he that fights dinosaurs. That actually sound familiar. Yeah. There's Bonks Revenge, and then there's a whole spinoff called Zonk, Air Zonk. It's like futuristic. Why do you do this to yourself? Anyway, I'm having a lot of fun with my retro journey. <laughs> I'm I'm glad it's you a lot are. Of fun. It it looks I'm clicking through screenshots of it. I mean, it honestly for a game that old, it doesn't look bad, like mm-hmm. you know, visually at all. Magic of the Turbo Graphics. Definitely not my not my thing. I don't think, but sure, why not? Yeah. It's a lot of tough platforming, but it was fun. It looks like Mario Two. It's yeah, it kind of has yeah. some similarities. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been up to. Like I said, I'll talk more about Live Alive because that's what I have like a lot to say about, but I can't yet. Um, so all I will say is that I'm enjoying it and you will hear What's your thoughts. final score? Of? Live Alive. Score? Just, yeah, review score. Yeah, just give it to us. I didn't finish the game yet. One out of 99, right? Like I one out of 100. I can't score it until one I One out of 10. How many stars? Mm-hmm. How many thumbs up are you giving it? I can't. I can't do that yet because I don't know yet. I'm just trying to get you to break embargo. Well, giving you a number wouldn't break embargo. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most important thing that happens? What's the biggest spoiler you've got? The biggest spoiler. <laughs> well, <laughs> everybody dies. <laughs> right. <sighs> I hope that doesn't happen because that would be. No, but the game, the game came out in 1994. It was just exclusive to Japan. So like anybody can go download the game, download an English patch for it and play it. So I always find it like weird when there's such strict embargo on like remakes and things like that. It's like, yeah, there's going to be people. Play- there's going to be a lot of people playing this for the first time. Um, but for like I remember that with remakes, I don't know. Golf Club Wasteland, there was a heavy embargo on what I couldn't talk about. Um, or no, no, it wasn't that. I was just not supposed to talk about it at all mm-hmm. for like a month. Yeah. Um, but then give people were, time to play it. No, but then there was a ton of previews that completely broke down and detailed, oh, like I the story that. and everything. So I'm sitting there, that. I'm like reading public stuff, and I'm like, so if I talk about what is covered in this story, is that breaking embargo? I mean, that's that's fair game, right? Like it's published, that's out there. You know, I could always point to that, and be like, hey, I didn't they, say yeah, anything that say- wasn't mentioned. In this PC Gamer article, you know, this preview, I didn't mention anything that wasn't, you know, covered in this article. So. Uh Uh-oh. That was weird. Am I here? Yeah, you're here. Oh, I don't see me. I don't see. I see you. I don't see me. I see two of you, actually. You know, this this happened um, the other week, too. I don't know. My internet gets wonky around this time. Chat, yeah, they're, they're seeing what I'm seeing. Yeah, so your double okay. just left. Your double just okay. Left. I'm back. Yeah, I see you. Right around this time, my like internet gets very wonky, and I don't understand why. But I'm back. We just got double the fun. 
He's okay. double well, double force minute. That's, that's how excited it was we like, are about. What was those uh, double mint commercials, right? Like back in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> they, they always had like the twins, and what they were like, they would like go through the limo or the taxi. I think I remember. You know, that. like da, da, yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah, that's funny. Well, you wouldn't remember that. Go, old enough to okay. <laughs> Going back to what we were saying about embargoes, is the the only one bad thing. Like if you're playing this game for the first time, which I am. Some of the embargo notes get so specific, like it's like, do not mention this specific character's death in like who died in this exact way. And I'm like, okay, so you just spoiled it for me. Do not mention anything past. (laughs) Or it's like, do not mention that this is how you kill the final boss. I'm like, okay, well, you just told me. Like, I feel like there's a way that they could word this. And I know they have to make it super clear for me. They're going to come in boxes in multiple in like 12 sealed envelopes. And you open the box and it's like, do not read this embargo until after you've completed chapter one. And then you well, complete I chapter one and then like you rip I it wish- off. I wish I could say, okay, here's the embargo notes. I'm going to play the game and then I'll see what I can't cover. But no, not only do I read the notes, but... They call you up. Nintendo calls you up and they say, okay, we're going to verbally read every single word that's on these embargo notes for you. Wow. And then you wow. have to agree to it. <laughs> so, I'd be like, honestly, in, in all seriousness, like, I'd be able to get on the phone. No, I'd just be like, you know what? It's fine. Never mind. Just <laughs> I'll play it in two weeks, guys. It'll be great. I'll, it'll be fine. Yeah. I'm but good. Keep your eye out for the reviews next week. I think Imagine how even- long that, e- that phone call is going to be for Xenoblade. But nah, oh, you, yeah, you guys probably. keep it. We're good. Probably. <laughs> it was long for this, for Live Alive. But if you have any interest in the game, go play the demo. Check out, you know, check out the reviews. Yeah, Nintendo of America, like, they say, okay, what's the next best number that we could reach you? And then what time can we reach you? And you set up an appointment with them and they call you. That sounds about right. Their goal in offices. Yeah. So you like you have a represent like representative for um, whatever outlet you work for. Mm-hmm. It's weird because sometimes they're really strict on certain games, and then other games they like just don't even give you the code until release day. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, that's what I've been up to. What have you been playing in the the world of Nintendo lately? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Yeah, I, I got. I don't have a whole lot to to bring to the pot. I haven't touched my Switch since I stopped playing Fire Emblem. Warriors, I haven't touched Which it you, all. You beat quickly, I heard. I only went through the Eagles route, though. Oh. I didn't play all the. I'm never. I'm never going to do that. I'm gonna, I don't care about Dimitri. He can kick rocks for all I care. I don't. I don't care what happened to his house. You know what happened to his house? I what? crushed it under the foot of the Black Eagles. That's what happened to that house. Excellent. I'm glad to hear so. that. That definitely means a lot of things to me. <laughs> it was great, actually. It was one of my favorite. Good. My probably my favorite Switch game of the year so far. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 I I liked it more. I think it's better than Kirby. Um, so. That's good. Mm-hmm. I I know this is not a Nintendo game, but I have to ask because I did not watch PSVG last week, uh, last mm. night, this week. Are you getting Stray next week? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yes. Did you sure. order the bundle? No. no. Did you order I'm, the vinyl? I'm gonna play it off the subscription whatever well so am i but i ordered both of those things and then did you see what they posted today Mm -mm. you gotta get this it's a backpack oh no yeah no i commented on it i didn't know that they posted that i just thought it was just a backpack no it's officially licensed stray merchandise the backpack with the little window and it has like their logo and stuff and the exact harness that the cat wears i ordered that too 
So I've Frisk, always, we're going on an adventure. I've always wanted to try and put my cat, like I wanted to do that with Kirby um, mm-hmm. when he was alive a lot because he loved going outside. And I don't know, like I just, my cats are, I mean, older now. Like I wonder, yeah. like you have to train them like when they're young to do that. I don't know. My cat is like two or three and I'm harness training him. I feel like Annabelle would scissor kick me if I tried to put her in a backpack. But Freddie probably. You know your cat. Yeah, Freddie probably like, would. He's pretty chill. My cat's doing go with it. But Annabelle, Annabelle doesn't, um, I think it's cute. Like, it's sweet to me. Annabelle, wherever I'm in the house, she's always with me. Aww. I sit down, she sits on my lap everywhere. No girl. Doesn't matter, yep. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Here's that's the thing. How, that's how my boy is. You can't hold her. She does <gasps> really? not like to be held. But she'll she be will, near you. She will cuddle you. She will curl into you. But the moment you try to wrap your hands around her, she flips out and she will scratch you and she'll scratch you hard. Oh, no. You can't like you can't nuzzle her. You can't kiss her. Like the moment your head like gets. No, she wants none of that. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, then I don't I, think she will. but I can hold her and pet her. And but I'm the only person in the family. Like she's mm. very she's just weird. She's a weird cat. <laughs> like Whereas cats are weird. Fred is. I think I told you this before. Fred is incredibly cuddly. He's the cuddliest cat I've ever met in my entire mm-hmm. life. I love All that. he wants to do is sleep. Like he is a cat for the sheets and he'll sleep on, on, on anybody anywhere at any time. He curls under the blankets. Like if you're in the bed, he wants to get under the blanket with you. That's so cute. Um, yeah. He's cause I think I could take him out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And I saw, so I you clicked on buy that the backpack with me and we could go on a hike with our backpacks and our cats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds like stellar YouTube content for sure. Doesn't it? It does. But here's the thing. I had no idea that that had anything to do with Stray at all. I didn't even see that you got it until after I saw it. I just saw, I think Wario tweeted it. And I was like, yeah, that's how I saw it. Backpack. And I clicked on it and it was like a pre-order button. And it was like $130. I was like, that's absurd. I know. (laughs) And I got the hardest. I spent $180 and then... And then, like, an hour later, he posted a 10% off coupon code. And I was going to cancel it and reorder it. But it said that it's shipping in two waves, in, like an August wave and a September wave. And I didn't want to risk being in the September wave. So I'm just sticking with it and, like, I know. eat my $18. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, I hope it's everything you could uh, you could Thank want you. it to be. I spoil. I don't, I don't have children, so I'm spoiling my cat. Of course. As you should. As you should. Frisk, right? Frisk. Deserve nothing but the best. Exactly. Of course, I'm all about the cats. My cats have, every window in my house has a cat perch. Have you seen my cat perches? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all like stuck to the windows. Like they have uh, suction cups. So my cats can bathe in the sun everywhere they go. They all have feeders at every window. Oh, they deserve got, it. We've got like four cat towers. I want to get like those cat jungle gyms that you put on the walls. They have all like the little you know oh, nodes and stuff awesome. that they can walk around and climb yeah i want to do that too um yeah my, See, my, my i'm spoiling my cat because he fulfills two jobs he eats all the bugs so mm-hmm. that i don't have to deal with them and he cuddles with me and helps me not be sad so that is his two jobs and he is doing them so therefore i will spoil him my doctor told me outside of me doing exercise and candy which come on uh, not doing any of that. She said, you need to stop eating candy and stop drinking. Ah, we can just call this a life then. We can just cut this off early. She's like, the cat's the best thing you can do for your blood pressure. 
That's what my therapist told me. My therapist said, like, when you move, if your landlord doesn't, you know, accept animals, he is a, a, he's able to document animals as therapy animals. So, like, as long as you can, like, prove X, Y, Z, like, he can sign off that um, my landlord would have to let me keep a cat. But he let me keep it anyway, so we're good. Nice. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we got some Nintendo news. You ready to chat about it? Let's do it. We finally got the full-fledged trailer and release date for Bayonetta 3. Mm, let's dance, boys. Mm-hmm. It's coming out on October 28th this year. Happy birthday to my wife. I'm sure she's going to mm. really love me playing Bayonetta 3 instead of taking her out for her birthday. <laughs> oh, no, Donnie, you can't. <laughs> 100% I will. <laughs> We better do that birthday party the weekend or the day before or the day after, but 100% I will be playing Bayonetta that day. There's a new playable character called Viola. Mm-hmm. Nero. Or I guess people on Twitter seem to be calling her Virgil, but to me it's just totally Nero, but you know what I'm talking about? Not at all. I don't know okay. anything about it's this. It's Devil May Cry, right? You have Devil May Cry, you have Dante, everybody knows Dante is, and there are other characters that Devil May Cry have, have introduced. You have Virgil and uh, Nero. Nero kind of looks like Cody Rhodes. They both, I guess, have silvery white hair. So I guess I get it. Um, they're probably just thinking Virgil because it's like the, the third, like kind of, you know, other character from like Jean. But yeah, uh, I think Viola looks dope. Um, legit looks really cool. And not just like her look, which is like, you know, a, the look is cool, but we've seen like that look in video games all decade. Like that's yeah. not a, you know, like a new look, you know, kind of like that punk rock you know cyberpunky type of girl like that's not uh original by any means but the gameplay when they showed you playing as viola looked really good i was like now we're talking that looks really nice so um yeah i was all about it. i was very excited for that inclusion i hope i wonder if if it's just going to be like a is it going to be like a chapter or is this going to are we like a right. metal gear thing where they're really going to like Bayonetta dies and now you play as Viola for eight hours to like go back in time to resurrect or something like you never know. I didn't even realize that you play as other characters besides Bayonetta. Um, You're putting me on the spot. It's been a few years since I finished Bayonetta 2. I don't recall. I'm sure you do actually. I'm sure you do, but I don't recall it offhand, but Bayonetta is nuts. You've got like, you know, like a bullet, you know, hell, like kind of gun gunfighting moments and sections and platforming sections, and then the over the top actual stuff. Uh, Rodon might be playable as he. Um, we've got in the chat. Rodon, uh, he said he's he thinks he's playable in Bayo Two. I'm sure at some time I have. I'm sure I have, but okay. I'm just not really. I just didn't know. Okay, cool. I've only played them. I've played Bayonetta twice. I played it originally when it came out back in the days when I used to, I used to like worship the ground that like Camille walked upon. I was like, Oh my God, it's just beautiful Joe and resident evil. And just, Oh, it's the, it's the great, like Suda, like, like my Suda love. Like I used to be all about that kind of stuff. And I played Bayonetta when it came out. And then I played Bayonetta two on Wii U, of course, cause it might be the Wii U's best game. <laughs> it literally might be like legit might be its best game. Breath of the Wild is a Wii if you don't game. count Breath of the Wild, of course, right? Like we know what we're, you know, you, we know what I mean. Legit <laughs> Wii U game um, is really good and um, showcase like what it could do and such a you know big get I think for Nintendo. Even though I don't mm-hmm. know if the sales would prove that, but I think for the library, I think it's very important for Nintendo to have a game like Bayonetta for customers. 
Um, but I only played Bayonetta 2 once, the one time, and uh, I bought it again on Switch, still have it, and just never like really replayed it. Um, but I did play about half of Bayonetta when they did the remaster, which is something I definitely wanted to bring up with this news because I think it's a little, I don't know, strange. I mean, it's not the right thing, but so Bayonetta is getting a reprint on Switch. They're actually going to do physical copies of the original Bayonetta, which they didn't do on Switch. Oh, okay. If you bought Bayonetta 2, you got a digital copy of Bayonetta. Of one. I remember that, yeah. But it's but it's like the 360 version, which is fine, but it's not, like, great. Yeah. There is a beautiful remastered console edition of Bayonetta that you can play on Xbox and PlayStation. So if you saw this trailer and you're out there and you're, like, thinking you want to get into Bayonetta before the third one comes out, I mean, I would encourage you to play the remaster instead of the, the original on Switch. But if you, if you only have a Switch or you want to play it on Switch, then... By all means, play it on Switch, but the remaster is just much better, you know, because we're talking the Switch version of the original Bayo. It's like a port of, you know, like 2009, 2008, something right. like that. It's, it's old. Yeah, it's getting kind of old now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see what they try to sell it for. Yeah. They might sell it for, I don't know, $30, $40, you think, maybe? 40 I would say. If it's a physical copy. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll be super limited. And I already saw that. Uh, did you see the GameStop is. Apparently taking pre-orders already, and no, nobody said anything. Somebody went to GameStop and just asked. They're like, "Hey, can I put down a pre-order on Bayonetta, like the special edition and the the original?" And they're like, "Sure." And GameStop said, "Yes, we'll take your money." <laughs> sure. We don't even know if it exists. We'll take your money. You want a pre-order? You know, I'm sure Mario the, Kart Nine. Let's go. <laughs> I'm sure the run. So Bayonetta two, if you have you have you played these games? Josh says it's thirty dollars in chat. Josh Gore on chat says it's twenty nine ninety nine. Have you played these games? Oh, next BS said it too. No, I am not a Bayonetta fan. I'm a Bayonetta fan. I'm not a Bayonetta game fan. I got you. I got you. You like the character? Of course. Who doesn't? Who 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 could who couldn't love posh Bayonetta? Like she's such a badass. Um, The game sold woefully on Wii U. It was like Mm -hmm. egregiously bad. Because not that many people had the Wii U to begin with, and the of people course. who did, I feel like that's not the type of game they're going to play. It's a niche game at best. Like, with with 100 million possible customers that Switch could sell to, and I'm sure Bayonetta 3 will be the highest-selling Bayonetta game, yeah. I would still be shocked if it got to 2 million copies, 3 million copies. Like, that would be a, kind of amazing, actually, if it did mm-hmm. those kind of numbers. I don't remember, but I remember headlines back in the Wii U days where Bayonetta sold like 200,000 copies like on Wii U. Like, that's all it sold was like 200,000 copies. A warehouse. <laughs> and they marketed it for like a year. So I'm sure that whatever that, if you're like a collector and you fancy yourself a collector, get that Bayonetta cartridge because I'm sure it's going to be hot. And I'm sure the, the print is going to be small. They're probably only going to print like 200,000 copies. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And there probably will still be some sitting on the shelf. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe so. But that being said, I think it, it does have a good home on the Switch compared to the Wii U for sure. Oh, yeah. I think it yeah. will do a lot better. Um, I'm not a big, like, I guess it's like a hack and slash type of, you know, very you're stabbing everything type of game. Oh, it no. is very just, much. I tried the demo on the Wii U. There's just too much going on. I couldn't really follow it. I didn't really care to follow it. It was very flashy. I'm just oh, not yeah. into those types of games. 
Um, okay, so it's very much old Capcom team that used to do Devil May Cry left and went to Platinum and couldn't make Devil May Cry, so they made Bayonetta. And it's very much, it's not the same at any means, but it's very similar. They're very similar, like almost like twins, like, you know, parallels. They're very similar. Um, but it's, I was just looking. This is from 2014. I'm looking at an article that said Bayonetta sold, it broke a million. So it took five years and it broke a million copies sold. And that was like back when it was on everything, mm-hmm. not just a system exclusive. So if Bayonetta 3 hits 2 million, 2.53, that's a, that's probably, that a would be success. a big deal. Yeah. That's a big absolutely. success for them. Yeah. I hope it does. I really do. Um, but the series itself, the games themselves, you're absolutely right. It's gratuitous. Obviously, that's what most people know it for. But it's extravagant. It is ridiculous. You're fighting in heaven and hell. And everything is super like Zack Snyder, contrasty, you know, like Z- Snyder cut. Everything is like 300. It's just very big and epic. And it, it's nonsensical. And it's over the top. And Bayonetta's just spinning on her head and her legs flailing everywhere yeah. and you're Settle. killing angels and there's giant monsters and buildings are collapsing and all, all hell breaks. It's too much. Too much. Bayonetta it's 2 over, opens. Overstimulation. She super kicks a fighter jet. Like that's how the game start. It's like eight seconds into the game. She's shopping looking amazing by the way in like this ridiculously long white gown. Like she's at the Oscars or something. And a fighter jet comes down from the sky and comes to light. And she kicks it with her foot. Doesn't shoot it. Doesn't just kicks it out of the sky. Um, So, yeah, you've got to be into that, which, of course, I am. I'm all about that crazy action. And, yeah, it's a hack and slash action game. Um, But, like I said, there are, like, bullet hell things, like side-scrolling. Like, they they vary it up quite a bit. And um, Bayonetta 2 was quite a looker on the wii u at the time um at the time i mean it was a really good looking game so i uh, i'm i'm hope I'm, I'm i'm look i'm excited i've had this game i had it pre-ordered for years um back when it was announced i eventually did cancel that pre-order but i actually re-pre-ordered it um not that long ago i had 50 dollars coupon at best buy and i was just i remember talking to dev and i think it was like in i don't know a couple months ago and i was like i'll just go ahead and go ahead and re-pre-order bayo3 and I and the reason that this is it's stuck in my mind because he was like, "Is that coming out this year?" Which always jogs ah, my memory. I feel like yeah. every time I've talked to to Nintendo fans or been on Shack or every time I've mentioned it, everybody, everybody has assumed all year long that that game is being delayed for some reason. That I never I was quite hoping it understood. wasn't. I have it on my Fantasy Critic League uh, team this year, and I was hoping that it would come out, and it is. So I'm very happy. Look, Sean, Sean's here saying hi. Be- it will be many points for me. Are you? I saw that there's going to be a special mode that if you don't want her to be nude or whatever, you can turn on like the non-mature mode. That's so stupid. Whatever it was. <laughs> like, why are you getting that game if you... Like, I guess, like, I'm never going to say no to more modes and more, you know, options and things like that, but I just think I am. kind of... It's, it's I like, am definitely going to say no. Listen like to your shack. ironic. No. Yeah, I forget what they're calling. Are they calling it like hidden angels mode or something? It's like something a, like naive. Not, it was like naive angels. Naive angels. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's yeah, it's a not safe for work mode. But I so that's the thing is, my wife. I, I get that it's gratuitous, and especially the first one. There are so many like sweeping camera cuts where they just like swing the camera 
like right under her crotch. <laughs> You're like, oh boy, what are you doing? Um, but like the nudity itself, it's not like really nudity. It's like cleavage, and like you kind of see like okay. half a cheek and a hip or something. Like it's not or like sheer clothing or something. It's not like that. nudity. God of War yeah. had nudity. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto has nudity. Yeah, Bayonetta is not nudity. It's just risque. You know, it's kind of cheeky. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little mm-hmm. taboo. Just a little. Which fringy. I feel like if you're playing that game, to, like it already has an M rating. If you're playing that game to begin with, I feel like you're okay with that already. I saw people on Twitter yesterday stating that they think the mode would be good um because i think everybody's like oh it's for kids i'm I'm with you i don't think it's who's buying this for kids and it makes sense but i saw people saying that it could be good for like content restrictions like if you're streaming or if you're posting clips on twitter or something like make sure you don't get reported i can't imagine anybody got reported like are people getting stricken down for bayonetta 2 no, I never. Yeah, I never seen anybody do that it's either. It's not a banned game. You're, you're, you're allowed to play M rated games. Sure. On Twitch, yeah. So. And like I said, it's not nudity. You know, yeah. like you'd you'd be really you know kind of censoring stuff if you were taking that down. I I mean, I love Banana. I love how she uses her sex appeal. I do think it's an extremely sexy game, but I think she's a badass character even without all that. It's so nice, like that poshy, pretty you know, snippety type of remarks and the one-liners. And then she just backs it up, which is the fun part. Cause not only does she back it up for just being like a badass, like, you know, Assassin's Creed girls are badasses. She's legit over the top action, you know, spinning around side and flipping upside down. Like she's a badass, the, yeah, the butterfly wings and everything. And I love the hair. Like it's, that's the thing is it's, it's built into the character. Like she's an umbrum, which that's what it does. Like her hair, you know, is her protection. I think it's cool. It's no different than like, you know, like something like Spawn, um, you know, something like that. It's a very similar type of thing mm-hmm. like that. Um, so, yeah, if you can't tell, I'm I'm over the moon. Very excited. Are you getting the special edition that was announced? It includes an art book and three reversible sleeves for all three games. No, I don't think so. Um, like I said, I've only it's not like I don't. I don't want to give off the impression I'm the biggest Bayonetta fan ever. Like I, I can't tell you the story. It's, it's, it's fucking nuts. Actually, if you were, if you wanted to ask, it's there's like there's time travel, and then there's like this little girl named Cerveza who is Bayonetta, but like from the past, and like her dad brought her into the future, and like her dad wasn't her dad until you kill him. And then you find out he's possessed, but then he was his dad and there's like a war. It's not like the game makes no sense. I'm sure it does. I'm sure somewhere out there is like a diehard Bayonetta fan and they're just like scratching a chalkboard. They're like, it makes it. It doesn't make any sense. It is like Hideo Kojima levels. Does it make more or less sense than the Kingdom Hearts timeline? (laughs) I think it might give Kingdom Hearts a run for its money. There's so, (laughs) here's the thing. There's so much like you're either going back and forth in time or you're going like between dimensions or like worlds and like sometimes you don't even i have a hard time even remembering like am i back in time in hell or did i just come back from time and now i'm in hell like it's hard to keep time in place but you know to me i've never really cared i've always i've always just i've always just been about the action you know i try my best with the story but it's always it's about the gameplay who gives a shit about the story just beat up angels you know do cool shit um, but I, like I said, I've only replayed Bayonetta one and I don't think I finished it when I replayed this, the, the, 
the remaster that came out with Vanquish. I didn't, I didn't finish it. So I'm not going to act like I'm the world's biggest Bayonetta fan. Um, so I don't think I'm going to get the collector's edition, but I imagine that there, I imagine that it will sell well, at least to the collectors. They'll, they'll definitely want it. Um, but I already have, I think if I didn't have any of them, I think I would. Okay. Like if I was a switch player and I didn't have any, I think I get the collector's edition because it you get all three like games. It seems like it's not that impressive of a special edition for yeah. what it is like you get an art book and some sleeves like i would expect them to have a couple other things in there but if i had I like know. a statue or something i'd yeah i'd be more something. warranted but i already have bayonetta 2 which means i already have bayonetta 1 they've been installed on my switch there are times i'm sure you have a game like this too there are definitely times when i'm just bored and i have nothing to do but i have my switch where i have booted up bayonetta and just played through like a level um you know just to like kill time so that is one of the things I do like about Bayonet. I'll go back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't need to buy all three games again. I think that's where right. they got yeah. me. I was like, yeah, I'm not that interested. That's like the, the really big fans. Yeah. yeah, I would want like stuff. Like if I want a collector's edition, I want something cool to put in my cubbies and on my shelf. That's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for, you know, just extra copies of the games and art books. Yeah. I do agree. you do the art book stuff? Like in I collector's do. edition? I don't. Not for like everything. Like I think I have a co- like two or three art books. Like I do like having art books. But do you look the- at them? I guess is what I'm saying. Like, do you sit down and like pull them out and look at them? I mean, the first time I got it, I did. Sure. I, I have a few of them. And now it's because- on the shelf. I have the Link's Awakening one for Switch. It's a nice Ooh. art book. Yeah, I have a few of them um, around, obviously, because they come in like every, you know, every collector's edition comes with an art book. Uh, an art book and a soundtrack. So I've got a few of them around, but I got to tell you, like I, I rarely look at them. I just kind of prop them up on my shelf and then never look at them again. Yeah. So I just don't value items. them that much. That's fair. When they're like, here's an art book. I'm like, see, I prefer excited. when it's something that goes a little bit more in depth into like the development, like de- de- developmental sketches or like yeah, yeah. concept art and things like mm-hmm. that. Like no, that's I'm the with kind you of there. stuff I value more than just like, okay, here's all the characters in the game. Here's all the models, here, you know, things like that. Yeah. The Naughty Dog one is probably my favorite um, of all the ones that I've gotten. That one's definitely probably my favorite. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, most of them are just kind of stuff you see in the game. Yeah. Our other, what I think is a big game announcement from this week, Kirby's Dream Buffet is announced mm-hmm. for the Switch. It's the second Kirby game to release this year. Kirby fans are eating good. Pun intended. Um, it's going to be an eShop only game releasing sometime this summer, which it is summer. I'm surprised like they now. haven't given it a date yet. Yeah, it's <laughs> got to be around the corner. People are comparing it to Fall Guys, actually, but with Kirby. You race as a ball through four levels against other players online, collecting food. And the more food you eat, you grow larger in size. You can knock each other around, go through obstacles. There's no word yet on the price, so we don't know how much it's going to cost. I think if it's an eShop only title, I don't don't see it being more than like twenty five dollars, yeah. Um, or the exact release date, so we will see. I guess I don't know. Are Are you going to get it if it costs absolutely? Like $20? I'm going to yeah. get it. Okay. I was happy it that good. it's not. I'm happy that it's not free to play. I 100 understand why everybody just ran with. Oh, it's Fall Guys. But when I watch it play, I'm like, I don't think it's it like, really fall like Fall Guys. guys. Not like Fall no. Guys. To me, it kind of reminded me. You remember that? Um, so that fruit game, like Nintendo Land, was it Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Where you like you pick up all the fruit, but as the more fruit you pick up, like the slower you get, and you have to like yeah, keep trying yeah, to yeah. drop it off and stuff. I was like, it's kind of like that, but it is like this Fall Guys course evolution of like that kind of concept. 
Um, but yeah, I was all for it. I was so happy. I love that that JPEG of Kirby's big eyes and yes, smiling face. Yes, yes, yes. I'm gonna use that for years. Like I've never. <laughs> I'm gonna bookmark that and just use it every time. I've seen a, some really good photoshops. Every time there's a great announcement that I like, just get ready. If I, like that's yeah. it. It's <laughs> Kirby face. Oh, the Kirby face where he's like, yeah. yeah um, really it does look cute. I If the price is right, I'll get it. Also, if like the online stays populated, oh, it looks like a very good party game. I could definitely see myself playing this. Ball Guys, that is good. <laughs> that is a good title, Ball Guys. Ball Guys. <laughs> um, don't yeah, don't Kirby search Kirby that on the internet. <laughs> Kirby fans are eating good. Um, just today, last night, announced uh, Nintendo is acquiring Dynamo Pictures. They're renaming it, of course, to Nintendo Pictures. This is a animation studio that previously made the Pikmin short movies. I totally forgot those existed. Those are pretty cool, actually. So this acquisition is expected to close on October 3rd. Of course, we don't know... What Nintendo plans? Are they planning short films? Are they planning more movies, animation? What are they doing with this? Why do they want their own film studio, film uh, animated studio? What else have they done? They did a bunch of stuff that I had never heard of before, which doesn't mean it's not important. Like, I think there's like some anime type stuff that they've done. The studio has a diverse portfolio of animation and motion capture projects under its belt and has done work for several games including Monster Hunter World and Death Stranding. So I I would imagine that Nintendo is probably picking them up to help them support in their game development, not necessarily Maybe. to make shorts. We're calling and... it Nintendo Pictures. Hmm, well, that's a good call. Maybe they are going to do something like that then. That's interesting. That was the kind of, I posted earlier. Like they're not really just absorbing them. They're keeping it as, you know, a yeah. company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw it earlier, but I didn't really dig into it. But yeah, maybe they are going to try to get into a little more, a little more media type stuff. They see the success in whatever they're doing with the the Mario movie with Illumination. Maybe they're saying, "Hey, like maybe we can do some more stuff in house." Sure. Know. Hopefully, they don't try to release it on the eShop for fees again. Ridiculous! <laughs> Give us two dollars to watch this four minute clip ridiculous. that should be on YouTube. Oh, so <laughs> ridiculous! Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, another little tidbit of news, Nintendo put out a little, they didn't put out a statement, but somebody, I guess, dug up and reported on that, um, they are now internally acknowledging same-sex marriage and benefits despite Japanese law. So, and I didn't even know that. I didn't know that same-sex marriages were not legal in Japan until I read this. Um, I didn't know that either. I'm going to read like some snippets of like, quote, blurb what's what was in their statement here at nintendo japan we want to create a work environment that supports empowers each and every one of our unique employees we introduced the partnership system in march 2021 as one initiative based on this philosophy although same-sex marriage is not currently recognized under japanese law this system ensures employees who are in a domestic partnership with a same-sex partner have the same benefits as employees in an opposite sex marriage we also have established that a common law marriage between couples will be observed in the same way as a legal marriage in addition we revised our internal regulations regarding harassment to clearly prohibit discriminatory comments based on sexual orientation or gender identity as well as disclosing someone's privately held sexual orientation against their will. 
This is very cool of Nintendo. So this yeah. this apparently went into place in March 2021, but I guess it's kind of coming out now that they're mm-hmm. doing it. Um, very cool that, you know, despite the Japanese law, like I feel like that's like a big step for them to take. Like, hey, this isn't legally recognized here, but we want to make sure that our employees have the same benefits. Yeah, just to formally adopt have. it. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. And it probably helps because they're, you know, it was probably a conflict because they're a global company. They've got headquarters and bases all over the world. You know, yeah. it's probably really hard to try and police people, uh, you know, like under different governments. It's probably True. easier to just adopt a company-wide policy that can apply to everybody that everybody mm-hmm. can, you know, can run with. So, yay. Applause for Nintendo yes. for doing something good very Nintendo. good. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet fans, uh, beware. The game is leaking. <laughs> Have you online. looked into this yet? Yeah. yeah I, know so, that it, I know that it's leaking everywhere, but I haven't seen any of it. So basically what, what I'll share are not like very heavy leaks. I am just going to say like what the leaks entail. Yeah. Um, so this is apparently coming from at least one or two people who have play tested the game. They put out these extremely blurry shots. Like I'm talking like it is so blurry. Hasn't this um, happened? You can't even. Yes. Yes. Pokemon of- always leaks. Always. always. Never this purpose? early though. Never this early. Um, you can just make out that some of the Pokemon are evolutions of previously announced Pokemon. Um, like some of the new Uh-oh. ones, like the evolutions for the starters, Lechonk. Uh-oh. Like you really can't make anything out except for like, it's like twinky, like blurry. You can't tell. These are like oh, the no. worst pictures ever, Donnie. <laughs> like, I feel like if you're trying to like, like apparently they weren't allowed to have their phones in while they were play testing. So they were like sitting here like... Whose phone take, doesn't take, it take a an like, HD picture of something? But I don't know. It was like very like they were risking a lot to do this. Apparently, I'm starting to feel like it's like Yubi leaks. Like this is like controlled leaks to like hype people. Can I read like two small spoil? Like I consider I, these to be I small don't care spoilers. About spoilers. I don't you care don't care. About just that a heads up what for I was anyone who cares. I know, yeah. I know. I'm just giving the, the listeners a heads up. These are small spoilers, but if you care, plug your ears for like three. Let's minutes. spoil it, baby. Let's do it. So apparently, this is all speculate, like not speculation, but like at the word of these playtesters. Apparently, this generation's gimmick involves uh, evolution being less like Pokemon evolution and more Darwinism like. Like they're we're seeing some forms for mm. some other Pokemon, but they're saying they're not regional forms. There is an ancient form, which I guess would be in Pokemon. Um. Oh, wait, am I? It happened again. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's funny. I can see your network signal. That must be new. I don't think I've ever noticed that before. Oh. And right before you bounced, your network signal just like went like all the way to the bottom. Is it the Nintendo, N- Nintendo, Nintendo ninjas? Are they, ninjas are they trying you to stop like, me from You were like, listen, here are the spoilers. It was just like... Rrr, 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 rrr. <laughs> I'll, I'll start that sentence over. Um, instead of the evolutions being more Pokemon evolution-like, like one evolves into the next, apparently it's more Darwinism-like. So there's like an ancient version of that Pokemon, which I assume will be in Pokemon Scarlet, the past game. And 
a futuristic type of form, which I assume will be in Pokemon Violet. There's also some kind of gimmick that involves powering up an alternate typing of a Pokemon. So like, let's say you want to um, power up Pikachu in a fire type sense and have like really strong fire type moves. You could do that. So the gimmick involves something around those lines. That's weird. And then what I thought was had like, we've had dual Pokemon for a while now. We've had a lot of customization where we could like change. We could play with their types. Yeah. But like this sounds like the same thing, but why go so far out of the way to make it seem different when you that was already like a well adopted principle, I guess. I don't know. It could it's probably a lot more complex than that. That's just like I wonder if they have story related reasons for it, which I think it is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. And then what I thought was a little bit more interesting than that is that allegedly, as we were hoping, the gyms can be done in any order. But the play testers are saying that the levels don't scale. So, like, if you go to, like, the hardest gym, like, the one that's, like, furthest away or whatever, like, it'll be really hard. But there's some questioning. They're saying that this might be something that could be changed by the time the game releases. And that this might have only been, like, a thing, like, for the playtesting purposes. That, like, mm-hmm. they, they have, like, maybe wanted them to go in a certain way or something like that. Sure. Um, so we don't know if that's something that's going to get changed or not. The last one, we could go in any different direction, right? In Sword and Shield? Yeah. Was that a no. thing? Mm-hmm. No. No? Okay. No, it was linear. You just go straight up the region. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I would love it if... We can do the we can do the gyms in any order, but if it's scale, I feel like that would add just so much replayability to it. Because like, let's say you're playing the game again, maybe you do the gyms in a different order and they have different Pokemon, or like it could be a That'd little be cool. bit harder if like you don't have certain party members yet. Things like yeah. that. Make it a little more procedural, a little more, just change yeah. it up. I just so, want the story. It's to be good. good. Yeah, I just want the sounds, story to be good. It sounds promising. Like with all these themes of past, future, like. I'm really excited to learn more about this. I thought with all of this leaking that we were going to get like a Pokemon Presents this week or something, or like at least a trailer. Like, I think I they're going to launch a trailer. I was expecting a YouTube video would yeah. drop soon. Because the leakers, like the inside week. leakers keep hinting at Pokemon stuff. Like they keep dropping yeah. these cryptic Pokemon things. There is apparently, they are like filming some kind of live action thing, right? Like this week or last week or something in Spain which people are thinking that it has to do with a trailer for Pokemon because the region takes place in Spain and the first trailer mm. was kind of li- had some live action bits to it. So there could That's be true. some kind of trailer around the corner. I'm like hesitant. I'm like trepidatiously like waiting, you know, just my, I've missed on so much Pokemon in the last few years that I'm like, I, this is the first Pokemon game in a decade that I'm only buying one copy of. Ooh. Which, one copy ironically, of the game. this might be the one that's worth buying two copies. I'm of. gonna give I'm gonna give Jack the copy, and we'll just <laughs> I'll, we'll swap back and forth, and I'll play instead of because I've always bought them two. I've always yeah. bought him one and me one, and we've always traded. And this, I'm just like I can't mm-hmm. just because what always happens. What's happened the last what two or three is that I play it for a weekend and burn out and mm-hmm. you know, just trade it in. And I was like I just wait. I am exactly where I am in my typical cycle where I. I'm getting unreasonably excited and hungry Uh-oh. for more information. Oh, <laughs> I got you again. You're going to do the same thing all over again. Fast forward but to this time, November gonna 20th. Different. You're going gonna to be, be like, it happened again. They it's got me again. Obviously going to be different this time. And I haven't said that every single time. Right. Right. 
This It'd be is great it. right this now is... if I had prepared for this and we just had clips to you like back last year, the year before, the year before. But like, I really have said that because like with the 3DS era, I was like, this is, you know, this is going to be so good. It's on the 3DS. It's in 3D. It's going to be so cool. Mm-hmm. And then um, Sun and Moon came and I know you love Sun and Moon. So yeah. just ignore my opinion. Like, just ignore that for a second. My opinion is that I didn't like it, but um I was so excited because I'm like, okay, well, Sun and Moon is going to fix everything that wasn't right with Generation 6. Like, it's it's going to be awesome. And then, like, they did the Ultra Sun stuff. And um, then it's coming to Switch. And I'm like, okay, like, the power of the Switch. This is going to be awesome. And now my argument is, well, now they have the practice developing for the Switch. So it's going to be awesome this time. Yep. Do you miss? I miss Let's Go at this point. Like, XPS is exactly right. The next step is about like September, like August, September. I'm going to be like, eh, you know, actually, I'm, I'm probably not going to get that into it. And then like November, like the last couple of weeks when it's all leaking, I've got to have my hands on it. I mean, you got to get then, the duck. Then I'm going to be bored by the end of December. You got to do it for Sprigatito. No, no, no. I'm getting Sprigatito. Right. Yeah. You got you to be there for Sprigatito. Just like I, I got to be there for the quacks. And I will tape down his paws. I'm naming my Quaxley the Quacks. Dibs, I've That's already good. called it. His name That's is just good. the Quacks. Like the rock. He's the rock of Pokemon. Just the I Quacks. Like I like it. Hmm. I'm naming it my Sprigatito Frisk. Of course. Yeah. We've all had we've all had the um the pet named Pokemon. I named my Litten in Sun and Moon um after my cat Tiger, who passed sure. away. And now Spriatito will be Frisk. I think I named Growlithe and Sun and Moon after Archie. Just Archie Growlithe. Friskatito. That's good. You should name it Friskatito instead of Frisk. I yeah, it's better. Friskatito. Friskatito's better. Yeah, I'm going to do it. It's like Kitten Frisk. Yeah. I'm going to do but it. What, That's good. what if you don't like the evolution? Then I don't evolve it. I, I never I'm evolved the same. I'm the same. my Litten. I'm the I same way. I didn't like Tony the Tiger, so I didn't evolve it. Usually if I want an evolution, then I'll just get two. Yeah. I mean, trading's going to be so easy, so. Mm-hmm. I just hope the story's good. Like, I just want a good reason to. I just need motivation to keep doing the same thing over and over again. It felt like with Sword like with Sword and Shield, Nintendo was like, look, nobody cares. They just want to do the same thing over and over anyway. So why are we spending our time on this? And everybody was just happy to just keep doing the same thing over again. I was like, no, no, no. I need the artificial reason. I'm invested in the story. It's like it's like I read the articles. <laughs> I read it for the articles. I need to. I need give me the motivation to do it. <sighs> uh, all right, that's gonna do it for our news. We do have a whole host of questions though, because everyone loves to write in, and I love reading everybody's questions because they're always so good. Um, so we're gonna start off with a question from Yarden. He wants to know: Is there a game that you think is so bad it could be considered Moonfall bad? <laughs> That's a term for me. Have you seen Moonfall? I haven't, but I heard about this and realized that I ha- um, have forgotten something, Yarden, and I will. Remember to do that. What did you forget? I've got to talk to Yarden about something. No big deal. Carry on. Tell me about Moonfall. Great. Okay. Um, Well, obviously, I think the answer is Balan Wonderworld. Balan Wonderworld is Moonfall bad. Of this generation. Yeah. My my answer was going to be Snake Pass, but I think I'm just bitten by that one because there's a lot of people that really like that game. 
It was a game. It came out early. I think it was called Stink Pass. Maybe it's not called Stink Pass. Oh, I remember you talking about this game. There was a game that came out early on Switch. It was this indie game where you crawled around as this damn snake. And like, for whatever reason, this game hit huge. Like every podcast, every YouTube channel. Like, I don't know if it was just marketing or there's there was nothing, nothing to play else that on week. Switch. There was yeah, nothing like, else to play. Everybody just ran with this game. They're like, it's so good. Nine out of 10. I have never. Very rarely on Switch, if I bought a game, I've been so upset with purchasing. Like I have never wanted a refund policy so bad. I just didn't get it. But there are people that legit like the game, so I, I can't say it's Moonfall back. Moonfall is just bad. Battle I, of Wonderworld is definitely the answer for this generation. Yeah, Battle of Wonderworld's got to be the answer because it's just bad. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's at least one game like that every console gen. Like I remember N64, like that Superman 64 was horrible. Yeah. Yeah, and it can't uh, be like a bad game that nobody knows or cares about it can't be just like yeah. some trash from the eShop. it's got to be a game that people that recognize kind of and knows and then is also is disappointing yeah for sure g-man wants to know it's the 30th anniversary for two series kirby and mario kart i remembered kirby i definitely didn't remember that mario kart uh was the 30th anniversary hmm. he wants to know what is something you would totally do just because I know one of you is Nintendo. Garrett's I'm not, not here. That's Garrett. He, he will be back. Uh, anything that would make the fans very happy to give them that would spark? I mean, I think we're about to get more DLC, right? Like those expansion yeah. passes are about to drop. So I have barely played it. I got, I, I subscribed, I got the pass and everything. I played those Mario Kart tracks like one day. Really? Yeah. It was like one night I played them and I never played it again. See, I wish that we had been given more of a roadmap. They told us that the each DLC wave would be released before the end of 2023, which is good. There's like eight waves or something, right? Mm-hmm. I think that like it would have been nice to say like, okay, the next one's going to be, you know, this month, at least like a, a give us a block, like summer yeah. or like Maybe July or something. Um, because I do feel like this is getting to, it's going to drag out. Of course. Wait, you Nintendo's <laughs> going to drag out release announcements? <laughs> more than I thought it was. You don't say. I don't know. <laughs> it's what they do. I know. I know. You know, dog. This I is think I would have preferred them to do like three or four bigger waves. But I think the good thing here is maybe we haven't. I, I saw somebody bring up. I think maybe one of the reasons why we're not getting this new way the next wave soon enough is because they might be trying to fix some of the complaints that people had about like how the first wave looked how it doesn't incorporate like the gravity effects for mario kart 8 and things like that they might be trying to like polish it up a little bit first which is fine i mean had they actually had a held a direct which is a whole other topic but Mm -hmm. it would have been cool if they had never announced any of this and they were just like the direct happened and they were like here's all this mario kart content for the anniversary and boom god and it's out now, you know, like subscribers go play like that would have I think I would have played it more. But because they're rolling out like, well, here's a cup and there's a cup. And like, it's like you almost don't want to play it until like all of the contents out or like most of the contents out. But when I played that first cup that came out, that first wave, I, don't, like, I just I think I'm over Mario Kart 8. Like, it's an amazing, great game, but I've played it for so long. Yeah. I've played that game for so long. Like, I just I'm I'm good. I don't need mm-hmm. to play it. Like, I need a new Mario Kart. When you do the anniversary, new Mario Kart game. Like, I need something. I need something. I need to do something else. It'll launch with 
the next console, but it's not going to be with whatever the next Switch is because this DLC is going to extend until next year. Yeah. So you can wish your Mario Kart 9 goodbye for now. Kirby, I feel like, is getting a very lovely anniversary this year, and I don't know what I would do to make it any better. They are getting two games. They're getting a whole bunch of merchandise. They are... um, I think they got like a concert or something like that. Like best Kirby game Kirby, ever. Kirby is doing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's flourishing. So I can't think of anything else I would do for that. I love a new Kirby dream course game. Yeah. Of course. That'd you would. Be fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Grouchy wants to know, he has a burning question. What gets more use your switch or your Chromebook? My Chromebook really? for sure. Yeah. My Chromebook gets more used than most console. Like I play, I use my Chromebook every day. I guess I have, I technically have a Chromebook. I almost never use it. I have my work Chromebook that I use for work, mm-hmm. personal Chromebook that I almost never use. And I have my PC, which is what I use when I am using the computer. I feel sure. like if I'm like sitting, you know, laying in bed or sitting on the couch or something, I just use my phone. Okay. I don't really use my Chromebook anymore. And I and that's what I would do is I don't use my phone. I use my Chromebook. So if I'm sitting mm-hmm. watching TV, my Chromebook typically sits on the, the little end table right yeah. there. And I pull out my Chromebook and I surf Discord or Twitter or whatever. When I go to work, I take my Chromebook with me. Um, it's my Go machine. So if I'm meetings and stuff, if I'm traveling, if I'm at work, whatever, my Chromebook's always with me. So my Chromebook mm-hmm. gets quite a bit of use. I, I uh, Rebecca, I put a bunch of ROMs on it. I put um, a Minish Cap on it. Yeah, because my Chromebook, I have a really, I just got a really nice Chromebook. It has an LED screen in it, or OLED, OLED screen in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I set up um, like Mario Golf Advanced Tour and I set up Minish Cap, which I've never played. And um, so I was thinking about, you know, one day I think I'll probably give that a try because I'm kind of in the Zelda mood. And uh, yeah, so I said, I've got a bunch of ROMs. I can play NCAA football on it. I can play Little Big Planet on it. I can play Metal Gear on it. You know, yeah. So my Chromebook's pretty, pretty snazzy. Crawler wants to know what franchise would you like to see get the Paper Mario style? Of course, he says Paper Legend of Zelda game would work really well. I feel like that's the one that always comes to mind for me. Yeah, I we think we've had this question. Yeah. I feel like I think there was a fan made trailer. Like they didn't make the game; they made a trailer of what that would look like. Give me that. That's the game that I want. Because <laughs> the Paper Mario game on Switch is gorgeous. I would love a mm-hmm. Zelda game in that style. I would also be cool for a Paper Kirby game. I think Kirby would 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 take to that pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but honestly, most things, uh, maybe not most things. I'm trying to think. Did it like Donkey Kong? I, I don't want paper Donkey Kong. Are we assuming that it would be like an RPG type style? Yeah, or like a platformer. Yeah, platformer. Like I'm thinking, like a Kirby platformer. I know people didn't like Hey Pikmin. I don't mm-hmm. know why people didn't like it, but for some reason that just popped in my mind. What if it was a side-scrolling, like paper-type art style for Pikmin? Do you think that could work? I think it could work. Yeah, it's not. I don't. Pikmin has such a great style. I would hate it does. to see them. I know it does. It. it does. Whereas Kirby's done yarn and all kinds of great. Like Kirby can be anything. Ooh, what like, about Kirby's Yoshi? Kind of like Mario. Yoshi the same way. Like Yoshi. Yeah. Yoshi's Crafty World had a lot of like paper and cardboard and stuff elements in there. So like that's an easy one mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Paper fire emblem. Let's go. <laughs> paper earthbound. 
That would be cute. That would be cute, actually. That's a good like, one. Like not even like a like a like a mainline game. Like even if it was just some kind of spinoff, like a short adventure in the paper yeah. style. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam wants to know: Does paper box there... boy? Paper, paper box. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's works. already flat. <laughs> paper paper snipping clips. Snip it. Snip. What is the? Wait a minute. If you called? do. Oh, this is really dumb dad joke. If you do paper box boy, is it just paper boy? Paper boy. Oh. <laughs> that that already exists. How stupid was that? <laughs> I love paper Fox paper boy. boy. There you go. Charles is paper paper boy. Paper paper boy. <laughs> Adam has a good question. He wants to know: Does there need to be a mainline Nintendo game other than Rabbids in 2022? Of course, the Prime remaster would be cool. I still want more, like another Legend of Zelda game before Breath of the Wild too. Everybody's jonesing for Zelda so hard. I'm like starting to get worried that this is just not going to happen. What's not going to happen? And like a, another holiday game. I think there's another one. Yeah, I think there's an extra game. We do. Yeah, it's the Metroid game. Is that like the holiday game though? I don't know, like holiday. I'm not putting those quotes on it, but I think there's another game that's coming out in this quarter. And I think it's, I mean, that I grow like trust. I think it's September or October, if anything. Yeah, yeah no, they, I don't think they need another game. You don't think like need is such a hard thing. Like they've got a, they've got such a stellar lineup. They've got live alive. They've got Xenoblade, and that's going to push us into Splatoon. Which oh, is Splatoon! Right, yeah, like they've got so many games, which will push us into Rabbids, which will push us into Bayo, which will push us into Pokemon. Like they've got an incredible lineup of games. Yeah. Do I they, need, they need a game? No, I don't think they need a game. I do think, I think Advance Wars will be dated, and I think it comes out this winter. Okay. I think it comes out like December or January. I hope so. You know, like how they've, like in the past couple years, they've always kind of pushed like that port, you know, like the Fire Emblem hashtag, you know, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Like they've always had like that game that they throw in like January, like January 5th. I'm starting to wonder if maybe if Advance Wars, it's kind of like this place to stash like a non-important, but we want to put something out game. And I think they're like, I'm wondering if that's what they've done is that they've delayed it and they've just circled it. And they're like, January. We'll put it out in January and nobody will care. <laughs> I hope so. That would be cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that counts. Advance Wars, it's got to count. Yeah. My question, Rebecca, is a sports story coming out this year? No. There's no hope. There's got to be third-party games that have got to come out this fall. Like, is that everything? Was what we got in that third-party direct? That was it? There's nothing else. Small stuff, maybe. Like we need stuff. a date for oxen free. Yeah, like oxen free. Yeah, yeah. See, there's stuff. Like sports story. There's stuff. They've been radio silent. I know, so silent. It's it's all. Oh, it's bothered me so much. That's uh, that's all I wanted. That's all I wanted in the last round. All I wanted was sports story. I know. I'm sorry. <sighs> This question is related. Gag says, with Nintendo's remaining release schedule for 2022 getting packed, do we still think the rumored Metroid Prime Remaster is still 2022 or slipping into 2023 if it exists? I think it exists, and I think it's coming this year. I think it exists, and I think it should come out this year. 
Yeah. I think they're waiting. They're waiting for their next marketing beats to get beyond some of their bigger releases that are coming up. That's what like they they, they just dropped uh, the Kirby announcement. And they've got Splatoon. They've got Xenoblade. Like they got to get yeah. through that. Like there's no point in being like, and Metroid just overshadow all of the stuff that they've releasing in the next four weeks. It's like no no no. Would Let it overshadow it if it's a remaster? I think so because it's Metroid. Yeah, Metroid Prime. I think will. Yeah, maybe, maybe I guess in 2022, I feel like five years ago, it never would have overshadowed it. Isn't it weird how Metroid doesn't sell? Like, Dread didn't sell, like, you know, it, it didn't sell poorly, but, like, I thought it was going to sell a lot more. I think everybody did. It sold the best the, as... Of course. so great for Metroid. For Metroid. That's exactly. You're right. Um, I guess the point I was trying to make is given the, the, the market cap and everything, I, I had higher mm-hmm. hopes for it. So Metroid doesn't sell like Animal Crossing, like Zelda, like Mario, like, you know, it doesn't sell, but yet it does have so much like conversation. It has so much recognition and talk and converse. Like there's so much that swirls around Metroid, at least amongst us. Yeah. Yeah, No, no, at least exactly. At least amongst like video game fans are like really into I don't even even if they're not into Metroid, they're really into like it's just a, a topic. People have been talking about Metroid, I feel like, almost nonstop for three years. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, it's like, does anybody remember Donkey Kong or Star Fox? Like Metroid never goes away. Like there are always mm-hmm. talks of Metroid. And I, I find that to be interesting. Like Animal Crossing, 40 million copies, 40 million people bought copies of that game. You know? And here we are, like, is Metroid Prime coming out this <laughs> year? Like it's it's the is this is it's fascinating. I don't quite know if there's another game quite like it to have such a niche cult-like game generate so much buzz as mm-hmm. Metroid. Yeah, you're right. I wish it was beyond our circle because it's not. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never root against it. I'd love to see it be wildly successful. I think it's deserving. I wish that it, it would because you did name you named their biggest franchises. Mario, Zelda, Splatoon, and Animal mm-hmm. Crossing are their yeah. big four right now. Whether you want to admit that or not, that's their big four right now. I wish that they would have a big five and have Metroid up there. I think they do too. Like Fire Emblem sells more than Metroid. And, you know, like, yeah. I don't, you know, you don't, outside of a few people, like, I don't know a whole lot of people talking about that stuff. But, mm-hmm. man, like, Metroid seems like it's always on the tips of people's tongues. Like, I don't know. It's almost like a mythical status. It's like uh, just talking about it, like gets clicks or gets buzz, gets coverage. You know, it's just like, hey, man, things are slow. Like, let's let's start talking about Metroid. Let's get them. Let's get them going. Let's rev the engine. Mm-hmm, Throw something mm-hmm. out there about Metroid. <laughs> get everybody mm-hmm. talking about it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think it will be this year, Gags. Gab has a very good question that I would love the answer to. They want to know when is Splatoon 3's test fire happening in your opinion? After it should have happened by now. After Xenoblade. <laughs> I think so too. When is that release in I was gonna say weeks? like two weeks, yeah. yeah. I think they're waiting for Xenoblade to get out of the way and all of that, so. and then they'll start talking about yeah. Splatoon. Because normally if you go by the first two games, we should have had the test fire by now. That's probably and I'm true. wondering if because they did that flip-flop on the dates for those two games um you're probably right right they're probably waiting for uh for that to come out then they'll do a splatoon style direct 
yeah. in like late July, early There's August. still a lot we don't know about the game. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yep. immediately following that that direct, they'll say, okay, here's the test fire window. Yep. Yep. That's what I think. And they're just waiting to get... Yeah. They're just, they just, just don't want to... It's going to be close, but yeah. Yeah, they just don't want to take the shine off of Xenoblade while it's releasing. They want to get that out, and all the tweets and all the commercials and all the things that Nintendo does for the next two and a half weeks will be all about Xenoblade, mm-hmm. and then it'll switch, and it'll be all about Splatoon. Mm-hmm. Which I cannot wait. Yes. I'm sorry, Xenoblade fans. Do not care. I do not care. Give yeah, me Splatoon. Give it to me. Inject it in my veins. I need it. If they had pre-orders for that system the day they announced it, I think I would have got one just because I was so excited that day. But having had to wait on it, now nah, I'm not going to get it at all. Really? Like I talked my I, yeah, I talked myself out of it. And here's, I have credit at GameStop that I've had for a while, like a lot. Like I could cut that in half. I could get that system for half. I could get that system for a Switch Lite right now. Did I tell you what I'm doing? I listen to the show obviously every week yeah. and I've heard it. You know, you are splitting, you guys are parting out. So you're buying a switch and basically dissecting it. Three ways. Sending the pieces of it all across uh-huh. the country. Internationally. <laughs> right. It's going to Canada. <laughs> wow. Those Joy-Con are amazing. That's what I'm getting. That's yeah, the piece that I'm getting, the Joy-Con. I'm I want so those too. I wonder what they'll go for on eBay. I bet they'll go for like $200. I personally think they're the best Joy-Con design yet. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt, they are. They're they're great. Like they be I the want those Joy-Con. Ones. That's the thing is I'm not even going to talk about what I could talk about. So I'm not even going to say the words. Um I was I was committed to that coming to the show. I was like I'm not going to talk about it. Um but like What are you what are you not talking about? I'm not going to talk about it. But there's just there's not a big I don't feel very like urge to buy new Nintendo hardware now or soon or, I you know, Oh, that's what you're not talking about. I'm not going to talk about it. So like, I'm just like, I've got this money. I could totally buy it. And I could have the thing that I want, but I'm like, but it probably makes more sense to just be the a little way bit you more buy patient. and sell your consoles though. You totally could. I, I 100%. I mean, here's the thing. What I would probably do is what you're doing. Like I 100% think that if I got it, what it would end up happening is I would just keep the Joy-Con and sell everything else, you know. You but already have I, an OLED. Yeah, so I, I think I'm just going to just, yeah, I think I'm just going to pass. I just will hold post my lots of pictures of my beautiful Joy-Con. I will live vicariously through you. Please do. Ghosties99 has a question for me, Rebecca. <laughs> okay. You are doing your Rebecca's Retro Summer, which has been so much fun on my Twitch streams. Are you considering adding any games to the list I already have? I think I have 12 games right now. I'm on number six, so I'm almost halfway through. And it's July 14th. I go back to work late August. So if I get through them, I have some ideas for other games. Clock Tower. Come check out my channel, Hawk Tower. What's that? Clock Tower. Oh, Clock Tower. Oh, no. Parasite Eve. No, no, no. Yes. It's fine. It's totally fine. Mario yeah. Golf Advanced Tour. Okay, well, that's, that's better. See, my games are all under 10 hours long. They're all games that I've never played before. Some of them are under five hours long. Many of them are. Like kind of time, one, two sitting it. tops. I already played Metal Slug 1 and 2. Those are good. 
Yeah, that was my first time ever playing Metal Slug. It Clock was so Tower, you can beat in seven hours. Clock Tower is one of the hardest games of all time. What? That's what I heard. I heard Clock Tower no, was so hard. No, I beat hard. that game when I was in middle school, and I am not really? very good at games. Yeah, Somebody it's, it's told more, me that was very hard. It's more mental. I, I I do remember in middle school, I had to reference a guide to figure out the puzzle at the end. Um, but Kyle yeah, just no. said he quit co- Clock Tower. What? Are you talking about the Super Nintendo Clock Tower or the PlayStation Clock Tower? We're talking about the Super Nintendo Clock Tower. Nobody cares. That didn't count. We're talking about PlayStation Clock Tower, like the Clock Tower. Okay. 1996 version of Clock Tower. Okay. It's, it's so bad. I, I played it. Like, I love it to death. It's one of my favorite games. It was so similar. I didn't even know that existed. But I replayed it in my PlayStation Classic and I have it in my Chromebook. And, like, playing with my wife, she's like, ah, this is terrible. <laughs> it's like, you're talking about one of my favorite games. Don't say that. Um, but I would love it. it needs to be remastered. It's like it's point and click, right? And, and imagine what a like you think Telltale point and click can be boring. Imagine what a point and click game from 1995 is like. You know, it's so slow. You're just like tap, 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 tap. You know, but I I do love that game. I will consider it. I have no. some other ideas also no, as no, well. No. <laughs> I don't think I have anything that you wouldn't have played, and you've definitely played all the RPGs that I could ever want to. I have nothing to tribute. I have nothing to offer as tribute. Okay. Finally, Mike has the most important question of all. Nope. What is the correct way to hang toilet paper over or under? There is one <laughs> answer, Donnie. There's one answer. You're going to hate my answer. Get out. You're going to hate it. Get out. And you it. know I'm going to hate it because you know you're wrong. Right? Oh, Deep no, down, you because know my answer wrong. isn't either one of the things that you just said. That's why I know it's yeah. What? <laughs> right. So I need like a. I need a. Uh, Do you have one of those things where it like sits like this and then it yes, like... <laughs> it sits vertical and I just put it on and it's <laughs> exactly that's what I was about to say. I, was, I I I redid all of my bathroom like accessories. Um about a year ago and I had new towel holders and I hung up like little hooks for like all my belts and stuff. And yeah, I have the vertical like spool, like pole that I slapped on the side of my, my new, cause I bought a new vanity and a new mirror and uh, yeah, it's just vertical. <laughs> and so when I pull it, like rolls left to right or whatever, like sideways, everybody, you're like, it's gotta be under or over. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> Okay, um, my current situation is similar, possibly worse, because, you know, I just moved into this new place. And um, for one, the like little toilet paper holder, it's like in the wall, but it's way down so close to the ground. And it's like far away, like you have to it's like an Olympic sport to reach where the toilet paper is in my new bathroom. (laughs) So for one, that's annoying. And I kept bumping my head because there's like shelving right there. And then number two, I got a cat and I wasn't sure if he would be the kind that like. Kirby doesn't. I mean, Kirby, yeah. Do and it's that? so low. So I'm like, this is not going to be good. So instead, I put just the regular roll of toilet paper up on the shelf, not in any holder. So right. I take it down and just do my toilet paper. Reach up. I need to get one of those vertical ones that you have. I don't know See? if I have like the floor space for it. Like, I don't know if I like it, it can't take up too big of a footprint, I guess. Hmm. Um, but the correct my answer toilet is down here over. That so is like the correct I'm, answer. Here in my basement, it's a finished basement. So my basement has its own bathroom. Uh, 
So like there's a bathroom in my room, the master bathroom upstairs, but that's like Melissa's bathroom is basically her room. I just sleep there. It's that everything up there is hers. My closet and everything is down here. So that's like her room this is my room. And then on the main floor, we have the kids bathroom. So my bathroom down here is finished, but the toilet they put in is in like this tiny little hole that they put in. So back when one of the big reasons why I switched the toilet paper holder is they had it on the wall next to the toilet, but this, the space was so cramped and small that I would always hit it when I got up mm. or sat down. Yeah. So yeah, I took it off and I put it on the side of my vanity. So mine is like right in front of me. Like I lean forward and you know, so. Well, yeah, that's where mine is too. But like the wall yeah. is far enough away that it's like, I have to reach. You've got to like, reach. Yeah. Mine's not that far. doing that. Yeah. And the, the, actually the thing that I loved about it when I put it in is if you're sta- if like, if you walk in the door of the bathroom, you can't see it. Cause it's on the side of the cabinet. Mm. So, you know, it's out of, it's out of, it's out of view. It's out of mind. It's hidden. So I was like, that was nice. Nice, clean look. I got to come up with a vertical thing like that. Send me a picture of your, send me a picture of your toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) Before use, obviously. (laughs) Do not send me a picture of your used toilet paper, Donnie. Everybody send pictures of your toilet paper. No, don't say that because they will. (laughs) What's it? At Forest Minish. Stop. Pictures of, of your toilet paper. Just just one long thread while piling. Turning off my deactivated my Twitter account as we speak. <laughs> that is gonna do it. I'm calling it here. That's gonna do it tonight, Kublings. Donnie, thank you so much for filling in. I Always. know uh, Garrett is away this week and Elaine has been so busy with work. Um, and so I appreciate you stepping in. She even is, a member is, uh, of the team anymore? I don't know. You she, spoke to her in like is, a month. She, she, I know. She pops up. I think she's been on the sh- on Shaq more than she's been on PSVG. That's okay. I feel bad because her, her work makes her do stuff in the evening. Every week, we were going through a thing with her every week. She'd be like, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Sorry. And I, was, and I like eventually, I was like, stop. Just go do yeah. Shaq. And whenever you want to guest, like, you can come back. But like, just go focus on Shaq now. Like, we're covered. Yeah, we don't, we're good. We don't want you know it to become like a like a hardship or like something. that yeah, feels like it's that an is, obligation exactly, or exactly. spending your only free time doing this. You know, things 100%. like that. So, yep. That's why we're a team and why we're able to fill in and stuff like this. So, um, but yeah, uh, next week I will be talking about my live alive uh, un- uncensored opinions. Game of the year. I'm really excited for it. No, you told me guys, 11 out of 11 out of 10. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about that. And then I don't care. I'm going to be talking about stray because stray comes out next week too. And sure. I'm going to talk about that game. That's so, what I'm so excited next for week? it. I'm playing horizon and I just have too much to play. I don't know why I decided to just try to play horizon right in the middle of all these games coming up. There's something else coming out next week as well. I can't remember. I think so. I don't know. Stray. Forza. And Forza DLC comes up next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So somehow I got to play Horizon, Stray, and Forza. Have fun. None of that's on Switch, by the way. So happy Jack. Jack I really hope that Stray actually is truly good because. Of course. I'm so excited. Yeah. I just, do you know there's an achievement that if you meow 100 times, you get a trophy? I know now. I'll start. There's a dedicated meow button. That's awesome. Do you know how time traveling works? How in that has game, this Donnie? not happened yet? How has nobody like made a cat game? Do you know how fast travel works Mm-mm. in that game? Your cat goes in a bucket, and the bucket is on like a like a line that goes like a um 
what's it called when you do the uh like the zip lining and it goes down the zip line and you're in this little bucket and you can meow you. and it's so cute i'm so into this you obviously have done so i have done nothing i have not looked into it at all i saw oh the God. first trailer and i was like definitely gonna play that and then i was gonna buy it and they were like and it comes out on playstation plus whatever i was like okay so I'm I've been tweeting pictures of like my cat looking like the cat in the game to so, uh, Anna Purina, per- whatever the Anna developer Perna. is. Anna Perna. That is um, somewhat bittersweet with me because when the collector's edition was unveiled, Devin messaged me and he was like, you've got to get this. You've got to get it because of Kirby. Because it looks just like, you know, Kirby looks like all the yeah. orange cats. But it does. There yeah. is a part every time I see it, I do think of Kirby. It's not a bad thing, but I I still very, very much miss Kirby. I'm sure you've seen this already, um, but I just recently discovered that the TikTok advertisements of the people that make keychains after like photos. I have one of those. Yes, I have one. I have one as a necklace. I'm going to send them the Kirby photo and I'm going to see if they can make one of Kirby. Yes, they, they look so good. Like they actually, I can attest to it. We got one during Zelda's final. So my dog Zelda, she died, um, January, like the month of January. And so for Christmas, my mom got me like during her last month, a little picture of her and it looks so good. You will love doing that for Kirby. I definitely want to get one. I saw it to my wife. I was like, Oh, I've, I absolutely have to get one now mm-hmm. because yeah, I still very much, I love like, you know, Fred is so much like Kirby. I think that helps a lot. Aww. And I think to Annabelle, I mean more to her than Kirby than I did to Kirby. Um, but nobody like they're still, they're not Kirby. I don't think there ever will be. So uh, there's a big part of me that wants to play Stray just for that feeling again. Because, yeah, he yeah. looks just like Kirby. I think even the eye color is the same. They look alike, like almost yeah. identical. So, Aw, yay. I love cats. I'm mm-hmm. so glad you're going to be playing this. My, my right, family Johnny. thinks it's crazy that I've become a cat person. My father-in-law's like, what the hell is going on? No, cat people are awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thank you again for filling in, Donnie. It's always a pleasure to chat. And we will see you next time, Kublings. Good night. Good night.